Hello and welcome to another edition of Interview with DJ Nocturna. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share this interview if, if you like it. I'm honored to have as my guest the prolific composer, producer, and founder of the legendary band, the Cocteau Twins, I have Robin Guthrie. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good, good, morning. Day, good evening, wherever you are. Thank to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you for joining me. It's really an honor to have you. You know, I've been a, a big, big fan of the Cocteau Twins. And um, I actually have to put myself, when I was thinking of questions to ask you, I had to put myself when I was 16 and what I was thinking at the time when I first heard your music. And I, 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 would, I would say, wow, I've never heard anything like it. It's so unique, the sound, the guitar, the, the voice, the vocals. But I can't understand it, but I love it. <laughs> Well, that's the that's one of the beauties of being sixteen is that you don't know everything in the world yet. So you know, I don't know. I think uh, that is a particular age where, in the past, I guess a lot of people made their foundations about you know choosing the kind of people that they wanted to be. You know, relate to music, or maybe that would dictate how they dressed. And you know, teenage years you're quite vulnerable because you're not really, you know. You're, yeah. you're getting into life and you you know it can be quite tribal you know people go oh, i like this kind of music so i'm going to have my long hair i like this kind of music and i'm going to have my short hair and things so you know give yourself a break <laughs> you know this yeah. is, that, that's over now yeah it was very memorable for me i guess you could say but you know one of the one of the my favorite collaboration um album during that time during that early period of your work was the collaboration with the late Harold Budd with the Moon and the Melodies album. Mm. Um, that, that was definitely one of those favorites of mine, you know. Mm. Um, and I know you met each other during that period, right? With that album, was that absolutely one? Yeah. well before before we made the uh, the album? There had been talk of uh, a TV show being done. It was like a documentary series where they got artists from. Uh, sort of different realms and they put them together yeah. in the studio you know and it was going to be sort of weird sort of things like metal <laughs> guys working with reggae dudes and stuff like that you know uh and harold who i didn't know uh ivo was a great fan of ivo 4ad because he was uh i guess a big eno fan and he must have known yeah. there i don't know i met the guy and we just got on and we got on for an awful long time, you know. Uh, yeah. Regardless of regardless of music or anything uh, like that, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't profess to be a, a diehard fan of Harold, as in I don't know all of his records and all of his work, and you know he's amassed a huge body of work. I'm not familiar with all of it, you know, far from it. But we related on a different level. We just yeah. had a good time, so you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I. I noticed that you guys really had a connection. You know, there was an age difference too. You know, yeah, and, but, um, but, yeah, but, you, but you got about, along about, yeah. about twenty-five years difference. Well, okay. you see, uh, shortly before Garland's came out, I lost my father. You see, uh, uh, just a matter of a few weeks, not before it came out, before I made it, and that was quite. You know, I know this now with a bit of hindsight, but that was quite you know traumatic in my life as a teenager. Uh, to lose my dad, and you know, I just yeah. sort of fell into uh, mm. 
you know, uh, I fell into the world with Elizabeth because she was estranged from her parents as well. We were just kind of two young kids, 19 and 17, you know, who were somewhat disaffected and not quite grown up enough to, to really know how to handle these things. So we just threw ourselves into doing our music and, was, you know, we kind of hoped that maybe one day we might be able to make a record. That was it. You know, and, and get the hell out of Scotland and, you know, see something and do something. So, yeah, so, you know, to come along and then meet Harold having, you know, lost my dad so young and here's this guy that's a fair bit older than me and it was kind of like, I'm not saying he was like a father figure, but he was just like, I, I just, I would always say, God, Harold, I don't know how come we're mates, you're so old, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, <clears throat> but then he would sort of like, go into talking about life in the 50s and things. It's like, you know, Robin, so I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, just, I'm watching Chet Baker and I'm thinking, hey, this guy's got no teeth. And it's just like, the man was adorable. You know, it's just, you know, I really miss him. And uh, yeah, he was a very funny man. And yeah, he's not known. He's known as being very serious and classical. And uh, we couldn't be from really more different more diverse backgrounds, uh, you know, in terms of music and like he was very cerebral and wrote everything down on paper, you know, that, you know, that paper with the wee lines on it <laughs> for music or whatever. And I'll just look at me and I'll just go, yeah, just whatever, just uh, no black notes, okay, please. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, and me with my kind of, like, I'm not quite sure where to put my hands here, but I would just give it a shot. So, yeah, it was good. It was, you know, yeah. it's sorely missed, but uh, at the same time, it's like, well, he was old, you know, so he lived a lot longer than other people. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. And, Cheers you know, to him wherever he is. Cheers mm. to him wherever he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, his, his, um, the last album that he collaborated with, with is uh, Another Flower, with, you know, the last one that you guys did together. Mm. I know that one was recorded in 20, uh, 2013. Yes, that's uh, right. Yeah, and but but it was released seven years. <laughs> was there? Uh, why was it? Why was it? It was recorded in this, recorded in this very room. So <laughs> this is my workroom, and this is where we made that one. Uh, oh, we, we we used to go to other places, you know, just we kind of have a look. <laughs> We kind of have a look at the good hotel guide and go, I think we should go to Bordeaux to make a record. They have some nice hotels there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all right. Anyhow, yeah, moving swiftly along. Yeah, I know you guys did that together and then, but it wasn't released yeah. until 2020. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And, uh, you know, if there's any happiness in that story at all, it's the fact that it did come out before he passed. Because yeah. I don't think I would have released it had it uh, had he passed before. Uh, you know, it's uh, why did it not come out? Really, nothing to do with us. There was some oh. shenanigans record company and uh, and people representing Harold and oh, a bit of bad will and a big busting up. So, really, not anything. It's very for me, very very frustrating because I went into a period of not doing very much music because. You know, I put my heart and soul into what I do, and it's quite intensive. Mm. And, you know, perhaps if, you know, the 
that perhaps the recording session with Harold could be like four or five days, but then the time to like produce and mix it could be four or five weeks. So it's like, you know, it's an awful lot of uh, uh, emotional energy goes into something. And to have it sort of cast away because of politics was, uh, you know, a bit of a kick in the balls, actually. So, uh, you know. I mean, I'm I, glad that it sold itself. It's a beautiful album, mm. and 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 I like how you you worded something in there. You said recorded during a rainy summer in Brittany, 2013. Mm. It was certainly was a rainy summer, but it was rainy and stormy <laughs> and like electric and close. And I find that a really uh, uh, extraordinarily uh, inspiring sort of weather space to make music and this might sound like really mental but i have just got up <laughs> you know uh working in stormy weather apart from the fact that you know if we get hit by lightning the studio gets knocked out but uh you know when you have like it's really warm so you've got the windows open but it's raining really hard well that's kind of subtropical weather we don't get a lot of that here, but thanks to global warming, we're starting to get a bit more. <laughs> you know, yeah, and such I mean, inspiring... it's warm here in Hawaii. See, I'm wearing a T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's such an inspiring atmosphere to be in. It just adds that little bit more to whatever you're doing. Yeah. Now, I also, I, I know you did some film work as well. You wrote for film. Um, I write, I write yeah. for film. Everything, for me, everything is in the present tense. So, you know, because yeah. none of these things are over. Uh, you know, I work I work at the moment. Back then I worked in the moment as well. Uh, and I tend not to look as far backwards as you do because, uh, I mean, you as in the public, because you perhaps attach some emotional value to what you were doing at the time that you had some of my older music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. where I was at, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. So film film work. He said, "Yeah, I've done film work. Some of which has been, yeah. uh, um, you know, really excellent sort of experience for me because I get to use all my disciplines by, with different mm-hmm. rules. Because suddenly I'm I have to not just please myself. I have to help somebody tell a story, mm-hmm. uh, and I get the uh, pictures on the screen, and, and you know, it's just like this. It's for me. It's just like." I'm a wee bit confused about how come I've not done more uh, movie soundtracks because uh, I think I'm quite good at it, maybe. <laughs> you know, I like, it's, it's a great process for me to do. I enjoy it. Uh, sometimes, I mean, some of the things I've done has been very, you know, short notice. You know, it's the, hey, the movie's getting short in the festival and we've got two weeks to get the soundtrack together. It's like, oh, shit. It's like... Yeah, that's going to be quick, you know. Uh, but other times it's like, you know, I get sent a script before the thing's even been shot. And I, you know, talk a lot with the director, we work out exactly the kind of vibe to go for. So, yeah, like I tried some TV as well, but the TV was, uh, that was pretty hard because that was the turnaround was so fast. And, you know, uh, yeah, that was just like, a lot of work and an yeah. awful lot of it rejected and you know thrown away yeah. or you know because someone at the network doesn't want that or someone here too many you know chiefs oh yeah, know, yeah that's quite frustrating but you know it's good to try these things yeah no it's great 
And I, I read that I read that some of your instrumental music is based on visual experiences that you had. I think in general, all my music is, you know, uh, mm. I have to say that I've not actually, <laughs> it could sound really bad, like I'm sort of useless or something, but mm-hmm. I still do exactly what I did when I started uh, in 1981. I, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, when I started with Elizabeth and Bill, we, uh, made up some music in, in my mum's living room, basically. And uh, mm-hmm. then uh, after that, well, by the time I got to Head Over Heels, from Head Over Heels onward, I just, I spent my time doing exactly what I'm doing here. I'm sitting in front of a mixing desk with a guitar around my neck and with a drum machine here. And, you know, wind up forward for years, that's still what I do. I already, this, for, so for me, it's a very linear there's nothing new about what I'm doing at all. Uh, it's not really, I didn't have to change my approach to anything or, you know, it's, uh, you yeah. know, that's how it is. So, yes, I'm a, quite a travel person. I really enjoy traveling. I really enjoy taking a laptop with me or a guitar or sometimes even both. And, uh, you know, sitting in hotel rooms or sitting by the side of a lake or sitting up the side of a mountain or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sitting yeah. on a train is a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amtrak, Amtrak mm-hmm. across the US and created an album called Continental. Uh, you know, these kind of things where, you know, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's very visual. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, making, I'm making instrumental music, but for, it's just that a wee bit more, uh, I don't know challenging to sort of tune into your emotions and the you know your uh, your neocortex the front part of your brain where you're seeing things and uh, and transmitting that into something that's emotional of course we all do that on a daily basis with our voice a <laughs> human voice but I'm making instrumental music so it flow it has a different flow through but definitely it comes from the back part of my brain yeah. you know beautiful the, the, the animal part, the, uh, the mm-hmm. what do you call it, the midbrain or whatever. That's the emotional sort of area, and uh, yeah, it's that's kind of maybe overthinking it, but yeah. that's what it is. The morning, so yeah, this is this is here. What crap I'm going to come up with at three o'clock. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I love your um, one of your your project with Violet and Vienna. Oh yeah, thank yeah, you, Shuban. Yeah, I, I love uh, "Killer Eyes." That's one of my favorite tracks from uh, Roulette. Yeah, that was quite, <laughs> that was quite some time ago. That was uh, that came about sort of post cocktails. I was yeah, I was killed. Uh, life was completely upside down at that point because everything I'd known as an adult suddenly just stopped. You know, uh, and it was kind of obvious to me that there's no way that I could just go and get another singer because you know. Uh, someone like Elizabeth comes along once in a lifetime. So yeah. I decided just to do something different. I met Siobhan because she needed some help with some production. Yeah. And we started to write songs together. Or specifically, I started to write songs for her. Now, that's a bit more uh, dramatic than it sounds because I never wrote songs for Elizabeth before. I made instrumental music. And when the instrumental music was finished, she came and sang on it. 
So I didn't really, and then, you know, sometimes I'll take away some of the things I've done to accommodate, you know, all her multi-tracking and stuff like that. Uh, but I never actually sat down in a room with someone with a guitar and wrote songs together in that way. So wow. that for me was quite a challenge. That was a new thing. And I decided, you know, uh, when I met her, uh, the, the, what was so charming was that, you know, she'd reluctantly come to meet me because her sister was a Cocteau Twins fan, but she'd never had the Cocteau Twins before because... Oh, she was wow. Like, yeah, she was like a, a, soul, a soul girl, you know, a soul girl, a show girl, someone into, you know, church songs, Shirley Bassey, you know, uh, people like, oh. you know, from a completely different area of music. And I thought, that could work, you know, you know, because she's not got the baggage of someone trying to fill Elizabeth's shoes. Of course, the public didn't see it that way. They just they, so they said, oh, Robin Guthrie, the wrong singer. Which I think was very kind of uh, small-minded. And another one of those crushing things that uh, happened when you actually, as an artist, when you bear your soul and you put it out in the public and then you get that kind of yeah. negativity. It's, uh, yeah, it doesn't really kind of make you want to uh, pander to these people. It just makes me want to go the other way. It's like, fuck you now, you know. You yeah. know, like it's it's different, open your mind, people. You know, but the problem is that a lot of people's minds, problem for me, perhaps not for them, problem for me is a lot of people's minds are stuck well, uh, you know, in 40 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, because uh, this has nothing to do with me. This is because they had great moments in their life where mm -hmm. some of my music was the soundtrack to that, you know. You know, remember those years in college or, you know, remember that time I got off of that guy? It's like, uh, you know, these kind of things. I said that because I'm talking to a woman here. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. uh, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's, it's like in, ingrained into your, I'm saying you, everybody in general's life experience, uh, but not necessarily so mine because I've got a rather different sort of uh, view about that in order, you know, I'm quite clearly not someone who just sits on my laurels, you know, and waits 40 years and then gets the old band back together because that was, you know, that was just the best thing. I want to recreate that. And that was just a part of a journey and some of it was great. It was really good. You know, I, you know, I uh, spent 13 years with the woman I loved to bits and we had a child together. I was, a, yeah. I was in the band where I made the music that I wanted to make the way that I wanted to make it. And we were kind of quite successful mm -hmm. uh, yeah. who could not say that was a good moment but you know this is uh, 30 years later <laughs> yeah. you know that I, I i acknowledge this was uh you know for for all the goodness and badness it's just something that passed you know i mean it, put yourself in my shoes if uh, if everyone was curious about what you did when you were 17 and just and then just fucking went on and on and on about it. It would get a wee bit old. And not <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> and a bit creepy as well. <laughs> so, so yeah, there we go. That's yeah. my thought on that. But anyway, moving swiftly forward into yeah. the twenty first century. Yes. Well, you know, uh, well, now now you 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 just released your first full length album in uh, since Fortune called Pro Diving. And it was well, like, it, yeah, yes, the, I've, yes. I've released the uh, 
this first full-length album, I've done other albums and things since then, but with other people that have been producing other albums and things like yeah. that. But this is me going back to making instrumentals and yeah. uh, making myself happy with it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was just about timing. It's also about, you know, uh, uh, we mentioned Harold earlier. His passing sort of had quite a, a profound effect on me because it suddenly made me realise that, you know, uh, we're not here forever, better get on with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it came out yeah. yesterday, right? It was released yesterday, I believe, the 12th. It was, but it was only just finished a few weeks ago. I yeah. just have this in my mind now that I'm really just going to make music and put it out and all the traditional things that have helped. You know, I've been working in a very traditional way old school sort of thinking for a long time about you know it used to be that when we made a record or when i made a record or whoever made a record usually had to wait at least three or four months or something six months before it could come out because of all the other elements involved the promotion and the this that and the next thing you know lots of stuff it's just scared me a bit impatient with all that because what difference does it really make when you've got you know time to oh well if we can promote it right if we don't have well don't promote it right I don't give a you know just don't care just want to get it out this is cathartic this is a really good thing why should I make these all this music and then just sit on it and I've been doing that for you know 10 years I make a lot of music that I don't release because I make a lot of music because I travel a lot, get inspired yeah. and do things, but not they don't necessarily at the time have yeah. you know, they're not part of an album or they're not part of any project I'm doing. I just do it because it's uh kind of what I do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So so with that in mind, you know, after Fortune, which was nine years ago, I sort of started to do other things. Yeah, I toured a bit as well. That takes up a bit of time, but I also started to do other things in my life, you know, things that perhaps I should have done when I was 30 or 20 or whatever, just uh-huh. experiencing things that you don't really get to do when you're stuck in the studio all the time, you know. Uh, so that was really kind of cool and very creative and uh, and it all sort of works for me because, you know, I think uh, I'm definitely someone who needs to go through life uh experiencing that feeling you have at the end of the day when mm-hmm. there's something new that exists didn't exist that morning you know yeah I'm, I'm not really happy with the service part of the uh, the endless tedious emails <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> true like that it's really <laughs> not uh yeah that doesn't really uh i'm a bit slack with <laughs> You know, but you know what? I get to. I used to say when I was in cocktails that I had the best job in the world because I could just do really my music the way I wanted to do it. And I still feel that way. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, yeah. Know, it's, 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 a, it's a privilege, you know, it's a really good thing, but it's also a necessity to, you know, yeah. uh, on, a, on an emotional well being uh, type of way, you know, a mental health kind of way. It's really necessary for me to do this. Yeah, you know I, I love the song "Castaway" mm. and "Presence." Thank and, you. Um, yeah, and "Ivy." I like that one too. Mm. So uh, 
So if anybody wanted to find the music for Pearl Diving, there's the Bandcamp, right? There's Bandcamp. There's Bandcamp, there's Spotify, there's Apple, there's you know, record stores. There's, you know, I, I've taken, <clears throat> taken it upon myself just to engage. I'm, you know, I'm pretty useless at social media. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not a technical thing. That's just a social thing, uh, probably. I'm, uh, but I've sort of engaged with the Bandcamp community because, well, I can just get my music directly to people and I can respond to them and get feedback from them. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that if somebody buys your record on Amazon. You know, it's... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So... In a, you know, I know that an awful lot of people don't use Bandcamp, which is fine as well, but it's uh, as a way for me to sort of uh, combat the uh, feeling of, you know, having to wait three or four months or whatever after I finish something to get it out. It's fairly instantaneous. I've not done this yet, and I'll say this out loud so it has to come true, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try doing some music. I'm going to start something in the morning and have it posted by the evening. Oh, that's, okay. my next, that's my next little... Uh, that was, uh, I was going to ask you, like, I was going to ask you that. Purely, that. That's purely to amuse myself, really. Or just test myself or just have a bit of fun. Or just have a, experience the liberty of being able to do that. Yeah. You know, what's the, the worst thing that can happen is it gets to be like six o'clock and I haven't finished it yet. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, just, well, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, I, I was gonna ask you like, what is your what is up? What's coming up next, or any other projects, film, anything? I am uh, doing a remix for someone at the moment in the United States. Uh, I I've got uh, a song that I've just mixed by uh, my buddies Heligoland, who have got together with a, a, an Italian group called She Arrow, and they've done a cover of a John Martin song, and it's. Uh, pretty spectacular that's really good uh i have uh, an ep coming out on december the third uh called mm-hmm. riviera i've not really announced yet but i will uh and then i'm gonna have another ep out in, in january oh okay uh which is my birthday and then i'm gonna be uh-huh. yeah uh, continuing into that year i have several other projects i'm not you know i'm just i'm 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 here now so i'm just gonna you know <laughs> brighten up my life by doing something i don't you know if i'm doing you know a couple of years ago when i wasn't doing uh putting records out like this i was still making them <laughs> yeah you're always, you're always making music there's you so know, much. I, I mean you release so many albums after the cocktail twins and uh and they're all wonderful thank you yeah. I know you've heard them all, but I mean, I know what you mean. I think they're all wonderful myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are. Know. I mean, they have, they have a, the, that sound, that signature sound. And, um, it is, yeah, that's what I do. I, I have no capacity to play any other genres of music at all. Uh, I can't, you know. Yeah. I, have the, I have the horrors of uh, turning up at someone's party and they have an acoustic guitar there and say, hey, you do music, give us a song. It's like, you never, <laughs> hey, come back, <laughs> come back. Uh, no, I can't play other people's music and I can't play instruments in any sort of traditional uh, way. And I've got absolutely no interest in 
I don't listen to a lot of music. I don't follow the music scene. I don't follow bands. I don't, you know, I things come to my attention which I like, I'm sure. But I'm, you know, being part of that music industry intensely during my 20s killed my uh, passion for uh, bands and music and things. Uh, uh, I read, you know, I'll dress, I'll, you know, mm. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't got Spotify, but I've got a Kindle, you know. So it's like each, you know, I do photography. I read. Yeah. I have my uh, inspirations from elsewhere, uh, and that's my loss. You know, I mean, I still play music, you know, in the kitchen Friday evening, bit bit the leader, bit of Patsy Cline, you know, so things that are, oh yeah, you know, things that I like. You know, uh, yeah. But as far as you know, searching out new bands and new sounds and things like that, I've not done that. I've not done that since nineties, maybe. I don't know, maybe the eighties. Uh-huh. You know, because I just haven't, you know, have enough music in my life that when I switch off in my studio, the last thing I want to do is go. Well, I've just finished in the studio. I think I'll go play some records, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not really. Uh, that's there's nothing attractive about that uh, for yeah. me at all. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I. The fact is, this is what I do, and this is how yeah. I do it. I mean, it can be quite. It can, it can be quite disappointing revelation to people who are music fans. But uh, if I want to continue doing things the way. I do them uh, with the results that I get. The least thing, the last thing I want to do is be listening to whatever the new kids on the block are doing. Not the new <laughs> yeah. kids on the block, but you know, yeah. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be the last thing that I want to yeah, do. But, uh, you know, whoever's, you know, whatever the vibe is now, whatever that might be. Uh, you know, let's let's. You know, you, you mentioned being a teenager and listening to these. These yeah. old things. Let, let let today's teenagers be listening to these things. Let me just get on with what I'm doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, before I forget, I wanted to do a big shout out to Shauna at Shameless Promotion PR. Yes, thank you, yeah. Shauna. Yeah, Shauna. Shauna, she's yeah. great. Yeah, she's uh, she's amazing. She helped with. with uh, highly of you as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, we're looking forward to uh, more more music from you, and um, and I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to playing the the album, more of the music from Pearl Diving, and I know I know you released the earlier EP, Mockingbird Love. Uh, yeah, have you heard that? It should it, it it should be pointed out to anyone that's not heard these. It's, I'm not being obtuse by releasing EPs. And albums like and not just put it all together into one big thing. It's just that Mockingbird Love just is 13 minutes long. It's four pieces of music and it works at its best if you just play it from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's it's a different vibe to the album. It's still unmistakably me, but it's a different vibe. And the next EP is coming, kind of same again. It's a different. This is why I kind of sequence things into groups that go together. Uh, the one that's coming out in January is a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, but yeah, I'm just a bit. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing this just now. 
it is just because it's winter and um in the studio because it's warmer than outside. You know, yeah. could be that as well. But um, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the inspiration behind the uh, behind pearl diving? Were you was was there something that triggered that emotion? The trigger uh, well if you uh let's put it this way. People that know me, when they read the song titles, they kind of know what this is all about because there's been lots of things happening in my life that are reflected in, in yeah. the way that I work. Uh, in general, the, the sort of defining sort of characteristic of this record for me is that I made the whole thing here thanks to our, our pandemic that we've been having. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've been re recalling upon a great amount of... Uh, uh, travel records, you know, records where I know that I was off camping somewhere or I was off on the other side of the world. And this one is really made in this room. And it's really the first record that I made in this room. Really? Apart from another flower, which was made in this room as well. Uh, you know, generally I tend to go to other places, other studios, other environments, then bring everything here and mix it and finish it. But this was oh. just like, well, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I don't want to go out and get, you know, COVID and, you know, uh, yeah. die. That would be it was during that time. That would be pretty sort of, uh, you know, don't think it would be fun. Uh, yeah, so I sort of decided just to have another, it's terrible light uh, in, you know, this time of year for taking pictures and things. So... I yeah. just move into an environment where I can uh, be creative. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was kind of doing quite a few other things uh, while I was making this record, all to do with my life and I guess my age and I guess things like that. Not necessarily being nostalgic at all, but just being reflective, looking at things that, you know, happened in my life and... Uh, things I'd recently discovered about myself. It was just, you know, just the usual kind of things that one puts into a record, except uh, with the exception that my voice is a bunch of uh, guitars and baritone guitars and, you know, steel guitars, and I use them mm -hmm. to, you know, hit the melancholy button. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, that's... I don't think... I find that difficult anymore, but certainly it's like uh, it's like challenging than using human voice, which mm -hmm. uh, is an, an instant connection to other human beings, you know. Yeah. Uh, because you know, with all the nuance and the uh, all the nuance of the human voice, you you, you can you can uh, yeah you can just feel you can feel the emotion, mm -hmm. uh, and I. I strive to do that with my instruments, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's how, I mean, I see that. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people covered the, a lot of the musicians covered the Cocteau Twins. How, what do you think of some of the covers of the of the Cocteau Twins? Um, I think, uh, well, I've not really had very many, but I think it's quite brave because it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's I think if someone takes the song and reinterprets it completely in their way, then that's fantastic. Yeah. I think if someone tries to sound like the Cocteau Twins, it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think they can yeah, do that. 
Yeah. Well, it would probably can because, you know, it's not that difficult, really. Uh, you just have to unlearn everything you know about music uh, and approach your instruments in a different way, that's all. Uh, no, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, there's a, if there's a strength in the quality of the songwriting uh, that can mm -hmm. be pulled through into, you know, a song existing in a different sort of audio sort of sphere, then that's great, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not really, uh, I'm quite flattered, but I'm not really very interested in that. If, if you know <laughs> what I mean, it doesn't. You know, it's 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 just old. You know. Yeah, I, I've heard. Um, you know, Transfer the Sun did the Thinner the Air cover, and uh, Azam Ali did the Shallow than Halo cover, and I I felt mm -hmm. that. Yeah, you know, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, you call yourself a Cocteau Twins fan, and what do you think of people doing that? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. How does that make you? Now, how does that make you feel when you hear that? You're the Cocteau Twins fan here, so tell me. Yeah, I I yeah I like it. It depends. Like it. Yeah, it depends. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's hugely flattering. Yeah. You know, I have to say that's really nice. But, uh, yeah, I've made these records already, so I don't yeah. really need to do them again. Yeah. Well, you know, um, congratulations on your new album. And, um, Thank you. And um, I'll be playing it more often on the show and then, uh, when I play the interview as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. That would be really, really cool. But I haven't got Mockingbird Love because I'm particularly attached to that little EP. It's a very short EP, but it's it's so kind of concise, and it's the first thing that I'd actually dared. I need to say dared. It's like sometimes when you're, I don't know, just sort of hanging about in the shadows, you don't find yourself uh, being judged too badly. But as soon as you make something new, Mm -hmm. You have to be prepared to have people going, yeah, it's great, but I really like the old stuff better. And therefore, you just feel shit about yourself. So this is the first thing that I felt, you know, for a while I thought, you know what, fuck them all. I'm just going to just put this out because this is really relevant and it's and yeah. it's just a really interesting little, uh, <coughs> a very short little journey, putting my foot into the water about doing this. And yeah, I have to say, I'll, I'll say this on record now that I'm really, really happy that I put that out now because I was reluctant to for quite some time. So I'm glad I did that. It was kind of like walking through, walking through the fear, mm -hmm. you know, uh, of being sort of like uh, treated indifferently. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great, but I really like the old stuff. No, I mean it's great. I mean, uh. We're looking forward to to your to the you know your next album and yeah, I got a few things next year as well. I don't want to talk too far ahead. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but I have got uh, I have set a amount of resources here, uh, so we'll be seeing more music. I think. Yes, great. So the the robinguthrie.com RobinGuthrie.com, which is currently down, but it should be up, I promise, within about 48 hours or something. Okay. Uh, you'll, get, you'll get me there. You'll get me at Robin Bandcamp. Robin Guthrie uh, official site is my Facebook thing, which I actually do. Uh, one, of, one of my children does uh, <laughs> my Instagram at the moment because I don't know how to log into it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
yeah, that's the kind of thing. It's a family affair. Yeah, family yeah that's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, yeah. They, they must be so proud of you. Proud to be a. Uh, well, in a sort of rolling your eyes sort of way, because before anything, I'm the father, so that's the relationship, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and and uh, you know talking a little bit about about your music. That's yeah. fine. I'm very happy to have done so because you know what, I'm getting stuck straight into this remix now. We're going. Sit in my studio, have my breakfast, have three cups of coffee, and I'm good to go. So I'll turn this, uh, yeah, turn this around, I'll switch the camera off, and I'll get to work. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I, I really appreciate this interview, and uh, you know, maybe in the future again, if you have another album out, we can do this again. I'm always, always love to. Um, yeah, I will. We'll, we'll certainly have some more things out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you yeah. very much, Robin. No problem, Anne. Yeah. Anne, isn't it? it? says DJ, not turn on the screen. Yeah, not that's a very strange name for a woman. Right, there you go. Oh, it, it means, um, dark, the, you know, the dark. <laughs> it means nighttime, yeah. Yeah, nighttime, yeah. <laughs> One of our old-fashioned European languages. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah, thanks for staying up late and doing this. I get the impression you stay up late anyway, so that's... Uh, yeah, my that's, name is Nocturna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the clues in the name, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, thanks for taking time to do this. And uh, I will be... you got my email if you think of anything you need. Just give us a shout, you know. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. Now. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Have you. a good night. I'll, I'll have a good day, okay? Yeah. See ya. And this will be audio. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, bye. 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 bye.